This is episode 562 on the 5th of September 2022. So how has the Asian Champions Trophy been so far? Every match that has been played has been a filler as you want to use that term. A filler, something that goes to the last board and one doesn't know which team has an advantage. So the team which makes the least mistakes and we all know what are the mistakes in the sport. No balls by the bowling team, wilds by the bowling team or drop catches, misfield are the mistakes by the fielding team. What are the errors by the batting team? Well, you try and hit a six. The same ball can go for a six. The same ball can go into the fielder's hand. Or you have silly run-outs. Or you're not able to connect the ball with the bat. These are some of the errors or nervy moments for both sides. So far, from the group stage to the semi-final stage, or as they like to call it, the Super Four stage, Afghanistan's performance has been the highlight. They beat two good teams in the group stage, out of which one team was eliminated, and Afghanistan and Sri Lanka qualified from one end. On the other hand, it was expected that India and Pakistan, of course, would qualify from the other group. And if you look at how the tournament has been so far, their performance is not surprising, but they are proving to be the king form of the regions. Jack Rabbits, nothing to lose, and no one takes them seriously. Afghanistan is still not in that serious category that can we take a team like Afghanistan seriously? We can, we should. At this point, after last night's match, where on two consecutive Sundays you saw a one-all situation where India beats a neighboring country by chasing 150 on the last ball, Pakistan responds by chasing 180 on the last ball, and the same old errors made by the fielding team. The batting team did something different by sending what they call a pinch hitter, a cameo, the all-rounder, just to shake up things a bit. And due to illness and injuries, India were found short of a couple of borders. But I still think they managed to spread the match till the last ball. There were a few things which annoyed me, which showed the double standard of how we look at certain players. I'm not going into that discussion because that discussion has been going on for so long and we all know what happens. And I'll talk about it in a different manner as this program progresses. But overall, the Asian Champions Trophy, well, all the matches so far have been great. Now, with India losing their first match, they will have to beat the next two teams to get into the finals. This is a semi-final kind of situation. If they lose one more match, then they will be knocked out of the tournament, which leaves Sri Lanka or even Afghanistan or Pakistan a chance to win the tournament. Right now, 
players from the heat to the dugout and says okay you best let's allow younger players to get some experience in the middle and of course there is rotation of goalkeepers it doesn't happen here and i will say that should that happen should at least five substitutes five players will not get a chance apart from the 11 who got a chance be allowed well this becomes a moral question this becomes an ethical question can we that from another sport into this well let me tell you hockey may have its own rigidity every sport has rules which may seem rigid which may seem outdated but cricket is at the top when it comes to a bit of rigid rules they have to be more flexible but then the international cricket council will counter and say we have the DRS system as flexible we will allow other rules to come and all I see is penalty, penalty, penalty there is no uniformity on what is a wide what is an allowed bouncer there is no uniformity on no balls no balls sometimes it's not a no ball but the third upside leaves that a no ball then we talk about going past the cutoff time where there are a lot of reasons why cutoff time is crossed it was crossed before it was never it never came into focus but now the cutoff time comes into focus because we are penalized the fielding team is penalized with one fielder less outside the circle and there is enough discussion by the pseudo experts that even those who don't know anything about it they will say oh my god they have been penalized and for me it will take another 50 years for the international council to even 
come to an agreement that maybe we can have rolling subsidies. The court decides that okay, this border is not doing well. I will substitute him or her with this border, like for like, an all rounder for an all rounder, a fast for a fast bowler, a spinner for a spinner. Even in the batting thing, I think it's time we allow substitution. If a batter is not able to hit the ball, if they feel like they're not getting that momentum, can we tell them to go and get a new batter in who is more confident? Well, it's a tricky thing because you have limited time. If the time management has to be in a serious conversation, then there has to be a time limit in which the third umpire decides on PRS and one-outs and other such things. There has to be a time limit. If the third umpire should be given, let's say, one and a half to two minutes, and in two minutes you decide whether you go with the decision of the on-field umpire, or you overturn the decision of the on-field umpire or say no advice possible. Because if a team is behind time and the third umpire is also taking time, then the fielding team cannot be in the race. And as far as sending wings is concerned, sending penalty is concerned, well, that's another tricky situation. Should the coach send a message from the dugout in the middle? I have seen that umpires are helpless. They, can, they don't do anything. They allow the messages to come. And well, we can say that it's heat, it's climate change, it's humidity. So players need refreshment. Even after they've had refreshments, it's a very tricky situation whether drinks or who brings a surrogate message of what should be done should be allowed or not. It's a difficult decision. No one can make it right now. But it's on the umpires. If the umpires feel talents being lost, they can send back the substitute and say no. This will waste time and this will penalize the bowling team. The batting team is hardly penalized. The batting team gets an extra in no balls. They get uh, they survive DRS based on minor things like impact on umpires called impact outside of pitching outside leg. The batting team hardly gets penalized to both the batting team and the bowling team responsible if a match finishes beyond a matter of time. But we only blame the bowling team because it's so simple. We don't look at the other side and whether the bowling team was equally, the batting team was equally responsible when the time duration was taken into consideration. Whether messages were being sent, whether they were having drinks or they were, or whether one of the players had cramps, we don't take that into account. As I said, cricket has its own measure of visibility. Uniformity between the batting team and the bowling team doesn't exist. What is the wild, what is the no ball is left to the interpretation of the umpire? Minute crossing the line here and there can make a huge difference. If if a bowling team's fielder takes a catch but his foot touches the rope, it's a six. Any part of the body touches the rope, if one part of his body is touching the ball, it's a boundary. If it takes a catch but it hits the ground, which is very difficult to do, I mean, even despite the best of camera 
bowling team gets affected by white that we say he's bowling poorly as i said it's not a uniform sport but i will talk about it as an education champion trophy even if a certain team two teams lost their first match match tomorrow's match becomes very important if our neighboring country sri lanka goes on to win tomorrow's match which is possible then india could be knocked out and sri lanka could position themselves in the finals india wins tomorrow then it could very well become a situation where pakistan need to win their second match or it could be a situation where it could have all the four teams at one all would easily have Afghanistan and India eliminated if they lose their next match. Would have a situation where Afghanistan and India win their next match and make it one all, and Pakistan and Sri Lanka find themselves at one all. All four teams find themselves at one all in the Super Four semi-final stage. So, well, the matches have had their charisma and wrecking havoc and being what a match should be. But let's talk about something different, which has been pushed up to a level which is now irritating. It's not a Godzilla, but a chicken feed rivalry. Every time two teams compete in the Asian region, everyone goes ballistic. Even if they have competed for the fifth time in the year, or they have, they have been competing forever. From the day, from the day they became former teams, this Austin is pretty baffling. Every time this happens, we use this word "greatest rivalry." It's not. It's not a Godzilla rivalry, but a chicken feed rivalry. And then, before the tournament started, there was an Austin, Austin Texas interview by certain players trying to bring out the other side that. I am also a human. I also make errors. Well, in the world of pseudo superficial media, athletes are always under suspicion. Thanks to the activities on pseudo superficial media, Instagram, Twitter, Face—I don't know what to call that—Face, big fat piece of crap. Thanks to these and many more. Pseudo superficial media athletes are always under suspension because, in fact, everybody is under uh, suspicion. If I was a celebrity and I said something, even if it was something as simple as congratulating someone, it would become a huge deal because someone would object, then there would be a group who would support me, there would be a group who would oppose me, and there would be involvement of. Other groups, and then it would go to such levels, which is why does it go to such levels? As I said, in the world of pseudo social media athletes, celebrities, whether whether what they say on such platforms or on the different platforms is said with honesty, we don't look at that with honesty. Especially when there's a sustained campaign against a certain individual, despite the individual doing well, and despite another individual of another team performing at the same level, and all the talk about certain things absolutely the same, but that player is praised and 
this player is no kind of suspicious spine trying to perform because we are saying okay he's performing but is he being genuine about performing that's a question that comes into the picture and then the social media things they can sanction this player they can openly mentally torture the player they have no remorse like they do Pseudo superficial media, there is no remorse. What have I done? I kept myself away from most superficial media. I don't say a word on these. I talk more about that in another episode. Whether you win, whether you lose a sports event or any other event happening, I've decided not to say a word on such platforms because it will surely become a big deal and big bizarre. around pseudo media you don't know what you say can turn into us can turn into something negative and can can turn against me for example this player said that another player called him after he quit captains and this player said that we all know who this player is so let's take x and y so x quit captaincy last year y was already retired And why it takes an X about his quitting captaincy and struggles, and you can read the newspaper interview. Now this can be to do things like okay, that player and this player have a good relationship over the years. They spent at least eleven years in the locker room. There is a piece act to it that other players were not genuinely interested in talking to him. This may as well become a controversy. He may have said it with full disclosure, but sometimes when it comes to celebrities, when they reveal things, full disclosure can be a very negative thing because it can lead to it will lead to some kind of controversy because he's mentioned one player, he's not mentioned anyone else. So will how will his current teammates react? One doesn't know. Will they react? Even I don't know if they react. I can't say anything on that. But will it become a controversy? I don't care if he's mentioned that player's name or if he's been very honest about certain things. But if he didn't tell, that maybe would have made no difference. But if he has told whatever he has told on national, in national newspapers and national TV, it can. Be taken in more contexts. Either it can be taken as something genuine, but as I said, celebrities in the world of pseudo superficial media are no longer innocent. The pseudo superficial media, held by the print electronic media, who often publish the nonsense on pseudo superficial media and make it a big deal. They don't make things easier by making a big deal about that. So whatever you say, especially if you're a celebrity and if you are in favor of one thing and against one thing, 20 years ago would have made no difference. 2003, 2004, pseudo media came into picture, and since then things have been a little dicey for everyone. Doesn't matter whether you are an ordinary person or you are a celebrity. Whatever you say, whatever you do, 
you make a simple video on YouTube or any of these video sites, but somebody will find something objectionable because we have a group whose job is to find something objectionable in such situations. There are people paid to find something objectionable because that's what they do. They go through millions of videos, even if the videos are straightforward and innocent, they will find something. Either in the style of speaking, either in the celebrities dressing sense, they'll find something and say he's he's being against certain groups, against certain things. That's how pseudo media works. There is no positivity in that, but people still use it. Then they say something, nonsense, whether it's planned or whether it's on the spot, I don't know. And that's one more thing. If you say something nonsense, you don't feel for that person if that person is in trouble because we say it's publicity stuff. Then there is no point talking about it. Because everything nowadays is publicity style. So it's difficult to draw that line between what is genuine, what is publicity style and what is something else. But let's talk about this more. The hot-headed pseudo-Indian media. How do you describe Indian media in a few words? Hot-headed, eccentric, but an odd bunch of individuals. They have no concept of ethics, no respect for privacy. They enter a celebrity's house without telling and they won't care if they have done that. No integrity and they are self-serving. Maybe media of other countries want to do that. I am talking about pseudo-Indian media because I am seeing that in real time. I am reading newspapers, I am seeing television. And they are kind bankers and fractitious and they are noisome. Indian media is garrulous. So we saw, so let me give an example what exaggerations can they do. So we saw Surukumar Yadav hit 60 of 25 balls against Hong Kong. Of course, there were two parts to it great short selection and all kinds of 360 degree shots, but it came against Hong Kong. It did not come against a superior team or it was against Minos. But they had to describe it in the context of what has been happening so far in the world of sports. So the Indian media had a careless, adulative description of Sky's batting style vis-a-vis the polling top three and the credulous audience. The audience fell for it, hook, line and sinker. And according to them, this guy Sky is the panacea to batting difficulties and he is non-parallel and the effect of the 360 degree player. He did not get once in the two games against a neighboring country. So that will also come to question that our numbers 4 to 7 who are supposed to have a bracket of 200 every time, they are supposed to be 20 or 5 every time, could not give the momentum and if the discussion were to happen. Can I say that they were 12, 13 months short? We always say. Even if India had scored 220 and the other team had chased it, we would say we are once again 20 runs short. So there is no satisfaction when it comes to such a sport. And then another thing that happens is whether it's in the print media, pseudo media, electronic media, digital media, or any other media, sports journalists tend to 
Biobay. They give coaching lessons on how to play and how not to play. The brand of cricket has been using this silly term for ages. Strike rate not good enough. And as I said, no integrity, no respect for the player. Even if the respect was there, it was not out of respect. It was out of well, he's there. You have to respect him, but we can easily go the other way. There is no respect. At least in my viewpoint, there is no respect. There is no concern of privacy and making a meal out of small things. It is the speciality of the hot-headed super media media that includes print, electronic, digital, Instagram, you, you, whatever else. That's how things work. September 2022.